genre. everybody and welcome to true believers the podcast where there is never enough said about the mcu i am ray Ruzo, and i have with me as always my wonderful co-hosts chris o'connor oh my goodness the universe is a lot younger than i thought and becca raybergen which one of you can turn me into a giraffe <laughs> uh you would be a very cute giraffe i would um, be an adorable giraffe no one no one can do that <laughs> so Obviously, we are talking about Eternals, and I think the first thing that we need to say is address the giant elephant in the room, which is that this is the first Marvel <laughs> the, gi- the giraffe in the room, <laughs> and that this is the first Marvel movie with a rotten score on Rotten Tomatoes. Dun dun dun! Oh well. <laughs> yeah, you know, one out of twenty six, yeah, twenty five, twenty six. It's still a pretty good batting record. <laughs> it's, yeah, I mean, that's great. It's a great record, and and you know, oh well. We're not canceling this podcast anytime soon. Heck no. no. <laughs> and like, obviously, there were some, you know, concerns I saw floating around the internet of like really cranky reviewers being like, "It's too woke." I'm like, after seeing it, I'm like, nothing's actually woke about it this. It is movie. not woke. It's just a bunch of not white people. Yeah, mostly. <laughs> Isn't that usually a problem with the audience score? They, they that was the audience score problem back. Um, which movie was it's it that Captain they changed Marvel. it for? Was it? It was Captain, Captain Mar- Marvel. Oh, it was Captain they changed, Marvel. They changed the rules after Captain Marvel. For, for the, yeah, so like, uh, have the the professional critics haven't been complaining about wokey wokeism? I saw happened? a few Some of them. I saw a I'm few. Sure, a, a few will. Yeah. I'm sure a few will. But that's not like the ju- that's not no. why it's sitting at fifty something percent. No, I think, but I think that's like a talking point, and there's a lot of fear mm. because this, you know, this was an incredibly diverse cast, and actually, that was yeah. like. The cast was pretty much the best part of this Absolutely. film. Absolutely. Yeah. The cast was phenomenal. I liked everybody. Uh, yeah. Everyone... Except for the Deviant Crow, but whatever. But, <laughs> you, know, just, you know, what that, a waste. But, you know. What a waste. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to get the, the, if you're going to get the creepy Skarsgård, at least let him do more than what he did. Because yeah. I didn't even know that was whatever. the creepy Skarsgård until the credits. <laughs> yeah. I I was trying to remember like what the deal is with the deviant, and I was like, was that Dan Stevens? Did they waste like cousin Matthew on on that? Oh no, they just wasted Pennywise. God damn it! That's still what a waste. <laughs> anyway, I but regardless, regardless, I, I feel like I feel like the biggest problem with this movie is the fact that it's a movie. Yeah. Uh, I there there was just like way too yeah. much 
this was a really ambitious piece of work. And yeah. I think it was just not fit for the time constraints of even a close to three hour movie. Yeah, there's definitely a, a sort of sense of sort of putting the, the cart before the horse mm-hmm. um, where um, it basically uh, – how big is the team? Like It's seven, 10 nine, new eight, characters. Nine? It's yeah. 10 new characters. So it's more than we're in the Avengers movie. And in Guardians of the Galaxy. Except – Except none of those, except none of these people got their own movie before this movie. Right. So nobody was set up, nothing was prepared. And while, I mean, like, while DC did some prep work, it is kind of like Justice League in Mm -hmm. that they kind of tried to mash it all together and make it happen Mm -hmm. before it really should have happened. Yeah. And, like, I, I, I was trying to explain it to someone. It's like, it feels like they were trying to do Civil War without any of the other movies leading up to Civil War. Which would have been, that would have not worked. Yeah. That would have also had a rotten score. Yeah, so there's some of the the stuff that happens later in the movie, like as far as the betrayals and the abandonments that that some of it you see coming, some of it you definitely don't, because maybe it's not, you know, again, we don't know, the, they don't give us enough of the characters, um, even though I love them all. Yeah. Because... There was too much for a movie, but not enough for a series, and they wouldn't. They weren't going to put it into a series anyway. No. There's no way. No. There's no way they were going to be like Oscar winner Chloe Zhao. Could we uh, just make this into a series instead? No, no, it was a movie, and it was a movie that was finished last year, wasn't right. it? Right. Basically, yeah. 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 yeah it's they, been it's, finished. They've been sitting on it for like a year or so. Um, it's kind of like, but in that time, it kind of makes you wonder because, um, I mean, when they they did like their first test screening like last November, like more than twelve months ago, didn't they? And then like, isn't this one where um. Feige, uh, you know, granted, he's doing his good producer job and saying that everything that they're doing is gold, but he's, you know, talking about this, this is going to be the best one. Um, to be fair, this is the same guy who said that uh, up to that point uh, in 2003 that the Daredevil script was the best uh, like, script <laughs> ever, so. Oh, my God. I mean, he has since changed think, his tune. And, yeah. Like, they've seen better stuff since then, but. <laughs> so I think a one of the things that's also contributing to like the critical reviews and also the audience score reviews is that you're putting aside, put the 10 characters aside. It's, it's an ambitious movie and it is not one that feels like an MCU movie. No. And you're putting it into the MCU and people have expectations. Expectations. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if you had gone in, you know, more or less without knowing that it was in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, maybe, maybe you come out saying something different. Maybe you just come out saying, hey, it's a generic, like, superhero space opera. But it's also, like, in conflict with some of the existing canon, Mm -hmm. um, particularly surrounding Celestials, unless they're going to, like, retcon it and say Ego wasn't really a Celestial. Yeah, there's there's a lot that's actually like what you're saying there is is, is uh, very interesting in that uh, this is uh, like the original run of comics, like Jack Kirby's like, you know, first like 19 or 20 yeah. issue, issues, however many that you can get that you can get in like the masterworks from Marvel, which is like 400 pages or mm-hmm. something. It's, it's it's fun. It's not in the 616 universe. It's not part right. of the Marvel universe, but at multiple points in the run, like. Some college kids make a robot Hulk, uh, like Cersei turns somebody into the thing, like people wear Fantastic Four costumes. It's this weird kind of 
universe where Marvel exists but then doesn't. And then a few it's years our world. later, except yeah, it's our it's supposed to be our world. Except then a few years later, Marvel just kind of rolled them into the Avengers, and it's like it has the messiest, mushiest, most senseless continuity. Yeah. Of you know, as much as comic books don't necessarily have very sensible continuity, the Eternals' <laughs> continuity is just a swampish mess. Yeah, all of a sudden they got tossed into six one six, where there were already a pantheon on Olymp uh, on Mount Olympus, and there was already you know your Norse Even pantheon. Yeah. Zeus and he Zeus and Hercules were there. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> And I think it has like a similar problem here where like my big issue going into this movie is you have this group of supposedly super powerful people who are supposed to be, you know, like to some extent protecting humanity while staying out of human affairs and they don't interfere with Thanos. I'm like, Thanos, okay, I can see why they don't get involved in even like the attack on New York or yeah. anything. Thanos is a universal threat. Yeah. I have, and, I have a follow up uh, question. How did none of them get snapped? Well, maybe is it because they're not alive? I don't know because they're not alive. Maybe they're not alive. Maybe maybe they're not alive. Maybe they didn't get snapped at all. Um, I I don't know. Which should should have made them ask a question, but I guess they didn't get together in that time. Not really. I that part is a little hard to. You kind of have to hand wave a bit. You kind of just have to be like, yeah, it's fine. And it's like, when they were not talking to each other for a couple hundred years, they were really not talking to each other for a couple hundred <laughs> years. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, speaking of the uh, the messy continuity, like, none of us, uh, we've all only gotten to see it once, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. And none of us have notes, right? No notes. <laughs> Correct. Other than- All right, cool. If I try to <laughs> scroll back into my phone history of chats with Ray. <laughs> We're just gonna stream of consciousness this. Yeah, oh yeah. I think I think yeah. I think I have like an idea of one of my main notes. <laughs> yeah. So we opened up okay. My first my first gripe about this movie is the okay. wall of text. Number one, yes, wall the of text. First MCU movie with a scroll. Oh. And it's like and it's not like a dynamic, like cool Star Wars scroll. It feels like the scroll that gets put on like a nineteen eighties B movie where they're mm -hmm. trying to explain to us why all mm -hmm. the men are dead mm -hmm. and it's a planet of women. Or like <laughs> Or like at the end of some like period pick where they're doing like the uh so and so lived in blah 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 yes, until the yes. right? And it was a it was a dense wall of text. Like you actually had to read it and you actually had to like absorb the knowledge that was on that screen. Like I don't remember Arisham. I, Arisham means God. I do not remember any of it, and I feel like you could have just dug right in with them, like showing up in Mesopotamia. Like you didn't you really. really yeah, you, didn't, you didn't really need it because it gets like they go over it later. Yeah, like it. All of this stuff gets covered in what happens. I don't know why they felt compelled to to know. put a. I, Maybe I'm... one of their focus groups was like, oh, I didn't understand anything. And they're like, oh, oh, but we explained it later in the movie. I still didn't understand anything <laughs> because sometimes I live with that. Did the wall of text help? No. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. The thing no. is, if someone is telling you, if multiple people, if enough people are telling you 
that they're not following the story that you think you need a scroll at the beginning. What you actually need to do is fix some of the exposition. Maybe what you actually need to do is take it apart and turn it into a four or five hour miniseries and just have the first episode be your exposition. Well, we can only say that so many times. I know. (laughs) But like, I even think you could have done the exposition in the middle. But I... yeah. And I think you could have done it in a way that relied more on Thena and her, you know, mod weary. Mm-hmm. I feel like there was so much potential in what was going Thena on with her was memories. Underused, Ugh. criminally underused. I mean, most of them were underused because yeah. you oh, had yeah. ten people. And, I mean, yeah, and, we uh, we didn't <coughs> we didn't get back to Festos until like how late in the movie? Like I, I'm. So, about the time they were going to Festos's house, I was like, where is Makari? I love her. I Bring her back. Where the hell is she? Where is she? I was like, I was like, look. Just hanging out in a ship with ships and stuff? I don't know. I just, a like, ship what? that was buried, but still she had like modern stuff in it. Well, because I guess she has a way in and out. Yeah. She had to have yeah. a way in and out. And, and, and she was yeah. just going out and collecting the crap she wanted. Uh, and coming back and like yep. like when they're walking down the hallway and they step on the chip bag, I was like, wait, how did that get there? Oh, okay. <laughs> and then I'm like, it it's because matter. she's been like a little magpie going around and collecting <laughs> shiny things. Yeah, I when they when they got to um, Druig's cult's compound is when I was like, where the heck is Makari? <laughs> oh my god! Oh my AKA god! The cult com- Mercury. <laughs> Okay. All right. So do we want to try and like um start at the beginning or start at the sure. start? Sure. Sure. Start at okay. the start. So start we start like with the, you know, basically them coming to Earth and waking up in their awesome triangle ship. <laughs> triangle ship. <laughs> and, and like looking out on the planet and we it's get beautiful, like the first- isn't it? From from Little Miss uh, classic line, uh, it's a shithole. <laughs> Gemma Chan, like, coming back and, and uh, getting a, n- a new part as Cersei instead of, um, was it Maeve? Or Minerva. 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 From, uh, from uh, Captain Marvel. Maeve and, is uh, the boys. Right. Right. But but here she is and, you know, standing next to old Rob Stark himself and just being like, this is gorgeous. And she's not looking at him. Ugh. Anyway. And they and don't know each other because they in, like they're introducing each other. Mm-hmm. They introduce themselves to each other, and I was just like, they don't even know each other. What the hell is I going mean, on? I remember when. So before we went into this, I remember like born we, sexy yesterday. We were doing exactly. some like some like brain. But they all are, so it's okay. I remember we were kind of like spitballing after Shang Chi, and we were like. What if this just wakes them up? What if they don't know who they are? No. Remember no. how young we were. Uh, <laughs> God. All right. <laughs> yeah, so so they came here 7,000 years ago and like sure. they show up in ancient Mesopotamia and they're saving they're saving people from giant uh tentacle dinosaurs. <laughs> Sounds That's dope. a pretty good description of them. It is. Yeah, it, it's like they look kind of like uh, you know, Michael Bay Transformers and uh like bad Japanese cartoon monsters. They really do. So um one of the one of the things that came to mind for me later, like I'm gonna skip way ahead. Um mm-hmm. once we have the thing where like where Crow like energizes them all, I was mm-hmm. like, Hey, that's like the machines from Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they you know, we get like this cool little fight scene where they beat the crap out of the tentacle dinosaurs and mm-hmm. um, they save the people. 
you know, and they're like, don't fear us, we're here to help you, and she turns, like, a glass dagger into a bronze dagger, and, I'm uh, like, sweetie, you know, I don't think that technology is supposed to exist yet! Uh, I don't know, <laughs> ask, ask Bestos. <laughs> uh, and then, like, that really cool cut to, like, artifacts that changed history! Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's like a moment there where it's like, does she remember this? Right. Or is she just like looking at it and it's like one of those things where it's like, I don't know. This just That's feels what I familiar. thought. That's exactly That's what, what I, I thought, thought was going on. Until but the nope. earthquake. Nope. <laughs> it just goes she, right so, into Right. So she sees the thing, she takes the picture, and then she's like, Oh shit, I'm late. And then she's running, 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 and then she runs past a statue of Charles Darwin and says, Sorry, Charlie. Um and then okay. you know interrupts her boyfriend. Yes, I, yeah. I, the handsome, the handsome young English professor. Yes, uh, teaching him some poetry yep. and and talking about uh, you know trying to tie poetry into you know the emotion of what has happened recently on Earth. I I yep. I'd like to hear more of that lecture there, Mister Dane. No yeah. time to talk about uh, apex predators. Okay, cool. Yeah, well, <laughs> the th- the thing that the scroll told us about the scroll told us that they were pred- that the the deviants are apex predators. Chekhov's apex predators. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. So at some point, I guess like we should should talk about like like there's a huge divergence between the comic source material and this movie. Like the deviants right. in the comics. Are basically on Earth. There are three sort of uh, human species. There's humanity, us, and then there's the Eternals, our super god, immortal superheroes that spawned all of our legends. And then there's the Deviants, who <laughs> spawn other legends like vampires and werewolves and stuff, because they're sort of this weird genetic mishmash that, like, when they reproduce, they never look the same, and they're monstrous and you know crazy. But they also have really incredible high technology, and they made like. Atlantis and stuff, and they were trying to challenge the gods and the Eternals and, like, enslaved humanity thousands of years ago. And Crow is a general, a smart guy, a sentient being. They all are. <laughs> they're, they're all, like, sentient. They're all lucid, intelligent people, like, with some sort of a plan and some sort of a drive and, you know, rich, emotional, internal lives. But in this one, they're just tentacle dinosaurs. Absolutely not. <laughs> And I, okay, I just, all right, no carcass for us. No carcass. Nope, sorry, dude. I know you're looking uh, forward to that. Yeah, if you if you guys read any of the original comics, carcass is the coolest thing ever. Yeah, he was but going on about that. That's about it. I was, I was. Oh, well. No um, but Earthquake. S- but Earthquake, which is, you know, not something you typically see in London. Um, We're not on a fault line, are we? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but anyways, the kids are, you know, slightly traumatized, but safe. Uh, oh. Cersei does her thing where she, you know, Turned dissolves, like, a, exactly, so that a child doesn't a, crush to death. A giant stone, like, uh, um, she just She just destroyed how many years' worth of knowledge? <laughs> but she saved a life. Yeah, she saved a life, and, and presumably that thing has been digitized. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> It'll be very hard to explain how it broke so completely in the earthquake. But... Vibrations. <laughs> yep. It was vibrations. It would have broken anyways, so... Yeah, it was going to break anyway. Like, if it killed that kid, it would have still broken into pieces and have been away, so it's like, mm-hmm. save the child. <laughs> yeah. But uh, then she goes on her date. What a date! Oh, it's his it's boyfriend. Nice. 
with her boyfriend and his birthday. Yeah. Who's and then, been... then you know, and then he gets Sprite. I freaking love Sprite Sprite's so the... much. Oh my god! Oh my god. Is... Yeah, boy, boy. <laughs> little like through the hand thing, and and she's like, "You've had too much to drink. I have to go." Mm. <laughs> ah, it's like and it's like... not fun anymore. It feels like this could never go any further. So I feel like Sprite is non-binary, even though her pronouns are exclusively she, her in the mm-hmm. movie. And then I looked it up, and apparently when Sprite <laughs> was introduced, they, Sprite was originally introduced as a male character, mm-hmm. and then like died and came back as a female character or something. So yeah. I'm just like, Sprite is-, is not cis. Sprite yeah. is gender fluid. Yeah. Yeah. And I only accept this. Sprite is yeah. also permanently prepubescent and and doesn't Oof. like that. <laughs> oh no! So I, Ray, I know you and I talked about this a little bit, and this mm-hmm. comes into play later, a little bit later in the movie. But the concept of Sprite as Tinkerbell doesn't necessarily fit. No, I actually think Sprite is Peter Pan. Yeah, a very bitter Peter Pan. Yeah, <laughs> like so. I really, I'm just gonna just say this right off the bat. I hated the whole, like, Sprite is in love with Icarus Mm -hmm. and is going to betray everyone because she loves Icarus. I'm like, you know that being perpetually stuck as a teenager and having that be, like, a burden to the people around her, like, that is enough motivation for her. You don't have to add, like, some secret romance for Mr. Homelander on top of it. I'm sorry. Yeah, if we can... I love Druig. I really do. But if his thing's going to be, you know, he's the one who controls thoughts and actions, and that's going to be his whole thing, and we have to force this unrequited, you know, love from Sprite onto Icarus, then I, that's not it. We could, we could do it without it. Never mind. I forget what I was going to say. Because <laughs> Drew can't control any of them, can he? No. He never he does. No. Yeah, he, no. he can't control them. But, like, people. his whole, like, character arc was his frustration with not being allowed to stop them from hurting each other or interfere and his, yeah that's like his, his arc needed his arc needed a little more time i think yeah he needed sorry. more time in the oven um but yeah but just having <laughs> having so sprites Sprite. yeah having yeah sprites whole thing be the, the kind of all did just doesn't necessarily doesn't work exactly it if you're going Could've. to have this many characters have this many character arcs that are good and solid and believable, it needs time to breathe and marinate and do all those across good little things. Bodies. Get all yummy. Across a longer teaser. <laughs> that's, what the, that's what, the fourth time we've said that? <laughs> I know. But it it keeps coming up because it's true. And and to be clear, we are not the only people saying this. Like, if no. you go on to, uh, if you go looking into the uh, sort of think pieces about it, uh, a good number of reviewers and critics kind of are like, I really would have preferred to watch this on Disney Plus over yeah. a couple weeks. <laughs> like, legit, happy to see it in the theater because it's fucking beautiful. Mm-hmm. But what we just said, I'm not going to say it a fifth time. <laughs> well, we will. Just give it a little bit. To, little, yeah. You'll forget. We want forget to let it like cook 30 for minutes a little and you're bit. Say it again. And then Makari uh, like, got like no arc None. whatsoever. None. She no. like I'm glad she was there, and it was really great to see like deaf representation mm-hmm. from a deaf no. actress, mm-hmm. a deaf actress of color, by the way. Yeah. And everyone like respects her and like keeps her in the loop and. 
I I love her and Druig, like their friendship and possibly more is just like really adorable. Yeah, that that part made Druig more tolerable. Yeah. 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 And like I get I get where he's coming from. I really do. Like this sense mm. of frustration of like yeah. they're killing each other. But, you know, free will. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, his little uh, Amazonian death cult was, uh, well, cult, whatever. N- no, no, man. Does not. Yeah, cult no, leaders like, was, like, not a great look on this? him. I didn't, I didn't like this. And, 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 like, the bit, like, where they're, like, uh, was it the, the Incas they were with, the Aztecs? They were, they were in uh, a Mesoamerican civilization yeah. being, you know, invaded by the Spanish. And he's like, oh, I could do something about this. And what he does about it is turn every human into his zombie slave and walks off into the forest. I'm but like, this way, what? this way they survive. I, and that is yeah. what they're, the Eternals are there to do. I don't. I, all right. Yeah. It's, oh yeah, London. London, <laughs> where uh, they're they're walking have home. Have a nice day. They're yeah. walking home. Dane has clearly been told some stories by Sprite, and he wants to be yeah. a giraffe. Yeah. <laughs> and, are you a are you a sorcerer or a wizard or something? <laughs> are you like Doctor Strange? <laughs> um, and. Oh, yeah, the big thing is that Dane has been wanting Cersei to move in, but Cersei is just like, ah, I am immortal. (laughs) I got to take care of my cousin. That's right. Uh, And then then, uh, a goobly boobly comes out of the the water. (laughs) Goobly boobly. Yeah. It's slimy and and it has tentacles. I yeah I I just came up with tentacle dinosaur and I like it. <laughs> I'm gonna stick with that. <laughs> and then Icarus comes to help them because Superman. It's... And he, I'm sorry, but from like the moment he appeared and the moment he's like you know flying around shooting laser beams out of his eyes, I'm like I don't trust you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you remind me of Homelander, and I don't trust you. He's too pretty, and that's the well, problem. He... He is, he is expressly, I mean, like, uh, you know, there's the, a couple of articles going around, like, right now. Chloe Zhao apparently really liked Man of Steel mm-hmm. and Zack Snyder's take on yep. Superman. So yep. Icarus is very much based on, on Superman, yep. um, which is kind of like how Kirby, like, made Icarus, too. Like, Icarus yeah. in the comics is kind of a, he's not like, I mean, like, he does the right things and he's on the right side, but he's kind of like a, an aloof douchebag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. That track. <laughs> I start. I got through like three issues. I was trying to speed read some of them, um, and yeah, his his solution to someone being like, "No, my father, like I I can't leave him," is like to knock her out. <laughs> That's I was like, getting okay, the job dude. done. You and your silly woman problems, bap. <laughs> uh, it's like, well, that was written in the seventies. <laughs> yup. Uh, and Icarus is is very much like that. Oh, you must be the pilot. <laughs> yeah, he's the ex. He's the ex well, that they were together for five thousand years and broke up for two thousand. Something. The only something like that. The only interaction between the Stark brothers. God damn it! I know. I wanted more. <laughs> it's just like, hi guys, bye, <laughs> hi, bye. Remember when they chopped off our dad's head? That was cool. <laughs> Remember when I got filled with crossbow bolts and my head was replaced with my dogs? 
Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, so so uh, uh, Dane Whitman's just like, oh man, well, I guess uh, there's a lot going on and uh, you got to go take care of that, huh? Okay. Yeah, because there's, yeah. so, there's been this whole into a giraffe when big, you can. huge fight thing through the streets of London and Cersei turned mm-hmm. like a red bus into like flower petals. Yeah. Oh, and Sprite, like, Sprite made lots of, uh, she did a lot of duplicate spells. Sprite did a Loki. There were, there was a, there were a number of times in this show where I was just like, they're just a and d party. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Yes. Absolutely. (laughs) Sprite's like the illusionist. Cersei's like, uh, um, not the cleric. I would say Cersei's almost, yeah, she's a druid. She's a druid. Um, Ajak is the, is the cleric. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's, and, uh. (laughs) Gilgamesh is the Fat. barbarian. Thena's yep, a fighter. Thena's a fighter. What does that make Icarus? I don't know. <laughs> but... um, the pal- one who's inevitably would, no, going to betray the Icarus, party. Icarus would Superman. be a paladin. Icarus would probably a pa- be a paladin. Paladin, perfect. Yeah, the yeah. good soldier. That's right. Yeah. The, uh, the faithful soldier. Um, yeah. hmm. uh, Kingo is a bard. Anyway. Yes, he is! <laughs> Kingo is a bard. That's right. He super duper is. Yep. <laughs> Have you seen any of my movies? You know, I directed some stuff for the internet. I don't Maca- do it for the views. <laughs> Makari's a rogue. Yep. 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 Druig is a who has mind control. Sorcerers. Yeah. Sorcerer. So he's a he's a sorcerer, yeah. like and that a- makes sense. He has like a robe. He's yeah, got like yeah. a sorcerer. Yeah. They are a D and D party. Oh my god. <laughs> I feel like we need to make. D&D character sheets and put them up on the internet the so eternal. anybody, oh God, anyone can just it. play as the Eternals that, that, yeah, that <laughs> in a D&D perfect. game. Like that, that scene when they're like outside the city of Babylon, like, you know, beating them at the at the gates, that yeah. that part right there, that was like, this is, this is you know, somebody just rolled a natural 20. That's, mm-hmm. oh, yep. that's so good. Yep. There you go. They beat the monster. Time to and level And then they up. have the big party and they're all drinking <laughs> and having fun. Like, and that's... Sprite tells the epic of Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh. Yep. Yes. Yep, yep. Tell your kids it's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Fastos is like, let's make a steam engine. Fine. And they're like, no, 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 no. Here's a plow. <laughs> yeah, it, it plows things, which is kind of funny because it's just like you call it a plow, it plows things. It's like, well, here's the words that I just made up. But all right, whatever. It <laughs> it, it is one of those things about like it. I kind of don't like what it does to the universe in that it sort of like redoes creation and the mm-hmm. nature of science and time. And, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess you just have to accept this in this comic book universe where there's a multiverse and time travel and gods. It just I, I feels just have to like roll with it. it just sort of plays into that sort of vaguely racist, uh, you know, historic like historical aliens thing where like people are like there's no way these like people of color from the past in the desert could have made all these things on their own yeah the the uh the the sort of one of the inspirations at the time for kirby was i I can't remember the author of the book but like that chariots of the gods like that whole sort of um uh that cultural phenomenon at the time like you know this idea that ancient aliens must have done all these things Across the world, uh, to be fair, it wasn't all people of color. They thought that the druids, like in Stonehenge, they thought yeah. aliens did Stonehenge too. Um, but it was like this sort of really popular thing at the time that Kirby was writing this. That uh, I mean, like there was there was ancient aliens, chariots of the gods. Also, like concurrently, there was a, this absurd theory that um, oh, what was it? Like 
Saturn came out of Jupiter, like got spat out of the planet and like got spun around the solar system. And the, there's there were like a number of absurd, like just uh, sort of similar. I have some questions. Pseudo bullshit, <laughs> you know, just just sort of pseudoscience, like popular theories that were out there. That like, um, if you read Carl Sagan's The Demon Haunted World, he he just shreds all this stuff. It's great. <laughs> we we I mean love, to be we fair, love a Carl Sagan here in this house. To be fair, humanity just seems to go through different phases of pseudoscience. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah. every couple hundred years, and every you know, more recently, it's not been, even hundred years. More recently, it's been getting <laughs> it's pretty more accelerated. More frequent. Yeah, but it used to be every couple hundred years when they'd figure out how to think better. Get your vaccines, kids. <laughs> yeah. Hey, my kid got his vaccine today. Yay! Yay! I'm almost ready for my booster. I'm excited. I had my booster two weeks ago. Nice. Nice. I just have to make an appointment for mine or just go get one. So, Anyways, back to, uh, so Deviants, they're like, oh my god, the Deviants are back. We thought we got yeah. rid of all of them. We, we have to find plan. Ajak. <laughs> yeah. Selma Hayek, she's mom. Let's go find mom. <laughs> Ajak. Because in, cool that big, in that big wall of text at the beginning, she was named as the Prime Eternal. So yes. she's got a funky yeah. little thingy in her chest that lets her talk to the talk to God. <laughs> um, but unfortunately, they get there and she's kind of dead. Yes, Salma Hack's chest let us lets us talk to God. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh my God. <clears throat> you are welcome. I'll uh, I'll slap myself for that one. Don't slap yourself for that one. <laughs> Anyway. Uh, so anyways. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> they get there. And she's dead. She's dead. It's yeah. like, oh my god, a deviant must have killed her. And that <laughs> deviant we yeah. saw could heal itself. So that it, must be why it stole her power. Yeah. Yep. Jump and into then, some conclusions, but okay. And then Sprite yeah. does a little illusion. And you see her dancing with Ajax for the last time. Mm -hmm. And it's cute. And apparently Sad. Ajak had sent Sprite to London because she Just a couple years Icarus. Ago, because presumably. no, she wanted she wanted Sprite to find Cersei. Oh, Cersei, she so they would they be were together. Both lonely. But Icarus also said that uh Ajak had sent him. Right. Um, Which we kind of sort of know is both true and also bullshit at the same time. <laughs> yeah. It's like mm -mm. Like the best lies, it has a little truth in it. Yeah. Exactly. Um, a little bit of stank. The easiest sort of lie to maintain, especially yeah. if you're a, you know, sort of straight-laced paladin. Yep. Um, so then the little Orby comes out of Ajak and goes into Cersei, mm -hmm. and Cersei sees Erisham and kind of freaks out. Second. For just a hot second. Just a hot second. Yep. And I think it'd be pretty creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of a sudden I'm floating in front of this giant, like, it'd be cool. bigger than... No, it would not be cool. It would be terrifying. <laughs> not to me. No, I mean, no, that would have been good to see on I like I saw it on a big screen, but I didn't see oh, it on a okay. big screen. Yeah. And also it would be really cool in VR. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> I Sorry, just, I just I just, got, just I threw just... up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I have to say I don't really like VR. I find it super disorienting and it makes me really mm. sick. Okay. I mean it's not that I think It'll VR is bad. It's just like Yeah, yeah. It's not for you. The technology is not, not there yet. Um, so then 
they go for who's the next people? They go for Kingo. Yeah, yep. well, we have yep. like He's more. We have more flashy backies and like, ooh, Cersei and Icarus get married and ooh. Yeah. And yeah. we see um, Ajax kind of give they Icarus have the MCU's a very first love scene, a very first firm <laughs> yeah. nudge, and be like, go, go, get, get it, go, get it, Icarus. Live life, <laughs> L- live life, Icarus. Come on, get out there. You know, you guys are going to have a good time. Be, you know, be better. You're better with her. You're better. You're going to be a better person if you're if you care about somebody. Because right now you're kind of a tool. Yeah, I mean, it's good that you're a tool. You're a useful tool. And but this, this very, for me at least, this was very live much your life. Like, like Ajax setting the groundwork for like in order because she knows that Icarus is the paladin, right? He's going to follow the rules. He's going to follow Arishim. No matter what, and she's like, "Hmm, maybe if we give him something to love, <laughs> he will not kill everybody. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it'll maybe. happen in seven thousand years." <laughs> and this is about the time that uh, Thena's dementia-like condition starts setting in, and yes. she starts attacking people. Yeah, because they're all gonna die. Yeah, yeah, yep. they're they're in the jungle outside of uh, Tenochtitlan, uh, while you know the the massacre is happening there, and then she her eyes like go white. Is that the color? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so she had some like pretty cool like almost circuit effect stuff like going around yeah. her, on her face, um, yeah. kind of little I, zappies, and it was like, huh, what's going on? And then bam, aren't those zappy circle patterns mm-hmm. and lines kind of the same thing that that show up on Ajax's face when she's dead? And it's the it's the same sort of stuff that's all over them in their armor. And, right. And, yeah, yeah, it's that same, like, pattern and motif, like, when they're in their, you know, all the powers and everything, but it's, like... Yeah. It's out of Lots place. of circles. Lots yeah. and lots of circles. It's, circles and motifs. Um, circles. And that's yeah. sort of when the gang breaks up, because they want to erase her memory, because they're like, if they erase the memory, they'll erase the problem, but then you'll erase her, and who will she be? <laughs> and then have Gilgamesh. You tried turning her up, have you tried turning her <laughs> off and on again? <laughs> that's literally what has happened to all of them for countless cycles. Yes, yes it is. They're just being rebooted every time. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have my, probably my favorite relationship in this entire movie is Gilgamesh Aww. and Thena. Oh God! Yes, like <laughs> oh my God, yeah. I'll. He's like, I'll take care of her. I'll, I'll, take care I'll of watch him. over yeah. her. It'll be all mm-hmm. right. I'll keep her safe. I'll be fine. She can't kill me. <laughs> and they have a moment that sort of reminds me of the lullaby a little bit. Oh, absolutely! With, like the hand touching. Stay, and, yeah. stay here. Yeah. Say it. Stay, stay here. here. Yeah. And and remember. Yeah. But and so if this is what the lullaby had been like, it wouldn't have been so cheesy. Mm. In those movies. It's also a very different dynamic to Absolute, have, like, this yeah. really large, yeah. imposing guy Be so uh, being the one all. to, like, ground her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Actually, I, I love everything about Gilgamesh. I love when mm-hmm. they go and they find yeah. them. He's like... Kiss the cook. Kiss the cook. He's cooking everything. He made a pie. Yeah. And he's, like, pulling it. You know, he's... No oven mitts, because he doesn't need them. He's just pulling it out, and he's holding it. And then, like, he gets the news, and he just kind of lets it hang there, and it just sloughs out. And it's like, oh, the pie. And then he crumples the pan. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And the beer beer that Kingo thinks is pretty good. He's like, yeah, I I chew every every kernel of corn, and then I let it ferment in my spit. (laughs) Oh, yeah. 
We skipped over Kingo. We did. We did. And sadly, we should not have done that because Kingo is awesome. He's great. He has been living as a multi-generation Bollywood (laughs) acting family. This is my great-great-grandfather. This is my great-grandfather. This is my grandfather. This is my father. And this is me. (laughs) I'm the greatest Bollywood (laughs) dynasty ever. And his valet... His valet, 50 years ago, he thought I was a vampire, and he staked me through the heart. I have apologized so many times. <laughs> Not enough, but close. You're Not quite there. enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and, and, he's, and he is adapting the story of Icarus and Circe <laughs> into a Bollywood film. I'm playing you. What do you think? <laughs> Which And so this was one of the bits from the trailers. And in the trailers, obviously, it's cut, so we don't really know that it's a bollywood film but we're yeah, like it we definitely no looked like a bollywood film and we're like oh this is What's really cool on? it was just even better than what i thought it would be <laughs> and i come in on a wire because i can't fly like you these are my friends from college <laughs> <laughs> that was good that was good I but it could be 10 percent better i love the friends from college line because it comes back again yeah, when they, they show up it. At Festus's house. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh my god. <laughs> and they ride in his 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 plane with a giant like stylized K on All it. All of his stuff has K's on it. It's fantastic. <laughs> and his uh his valet is like carrying the cameras around. So many cameras. And it's like, oh yeah, like what's a valet? It's like, are you like Alfred? <laughs> you know? Yes! It's like Alfred from Batman. Batman reference. <laughs> Yeah, just just one one of many DC refer- direct DC references. Yeah. So the Making... MCU now owns DC Comics. <laughs> <laughs> but that implies that within the Marvel universe, DC Comics is published. Yes. Absolutely. I think that's the understanding we're supposed to have. Which in the MCU itself, I don't think they'd made any jokes like that. In the um in the Sam Raimi Spider-Man, you know, they make the joke about you're not Superman, you know. Uh, but I don't think that ever happens. The only the in, only in like the MCU movies, has it? Well, I mean, they don't so, really cross the wires. The only crossing mm-hmm. of the streams we get is is Star Wars related and that's still owned mm-hmm. by the same parent yeah, company, yeah. so. Yeah. And dis and Disney stuff like mm-hmm. you know they when they did the uh, in Age of Ultron and uh, you know this is like after Disney got them it's like um, you know they did the stuff with Pinocchio and there ain't no strings on me which is used very yeah. well there but here it's like Wendy and Peter Pan and Tinkerbell <laughs> yeah also um dead this is like Deadpool two made so many MCU references <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was pretty spectacular yeah yeah. But that's like, there's not a lot of crossing of the streams because they're competition, so they mm-hmm. probably yeah. don't want to be like yeah. promoting each other. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, and then <clears throat> they go. So, so hmm. you got Kingo, and then they, we already talked about them. Go, They're, they're at like Gilgamesh yeah. and Thena's place in the desert, and there's a dead deviant there, and that triggered her, so she's like sitting by her tree. Also, um, like, legitimately accurate use of the term trigger yeah like, absolutely that, yeah. that's actually yeah. what's happened yeah. yeah and i really appreciated how angelina jolie played it mm-hmm. yeah it was really it good. wasn't like she was afraid of herself yes 
And, like, her art, the channeling of her anxieties and trauma and paranoia into her art was really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wish, like I said earlier in the episode, I wish we had gotten more of the exposition of, like, sort of these cycles mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. her. I wish we had gotten more of, like, this, the what she is that having memories been... of. Yeah. And then have it confirmed by Erishim instead of having Erishim just do this like weird monologue. Yeah, that could have been a way to do it. Like instead of instead of the scroll of text, instead of that stuff, like have it center on her, and it would have given them it would have given a character more to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, stuff that that would have been a good use of that character yeah. and would have been better for the story. Because yeah. Erishim was like, yeah, I created the deviants. I sent them down to Earth, to clear out all the creepy things so that humans could thrive. But then they were killing the humans. So uh, I sent you guys. Because they evolved. The deviants... I introduced cats to Australia. Oops. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, yeah. They, yep, yeah. That's a... You introduced a predator, and then the predator evolved to do something that you did not expect it to do. That's why there's possums in South Brooklyn. <laughs> that's why it, be. it is why we have to step on those little fucking spotted lanternflies. Yeah, screw those oh. guys. Rip their wings off. Come on sight. <laughs> well, it, well. Uh, that's that's a little much. Uh but yeah, and then he was like, "So yeah, uh celestial going to be born out of the earth. Bye-bye earth. Mm-hmm. Celestial more important." Meanwhile, yeah. meanwhile, ego just wanted to knock somebody up. <laughs> <laughs> well, he wanted to knock somebody up to create like a, a powerful, like a, he wanted to recreate himself. He wanted a hybrid. But what was the end goal? Because like the end goal, like if if he wanted to go gonna, along with it, he, he was, was going to take, take over, over all the planets. Right? Yeah, he was planting he was, seeds on all the planets. He was going right, to right. be all the planets because right, by right. planting seeds on each planet, then he could incorporate each of those planets into his own consciousness or something like that. I don't know. Intergalactic fuckboy. Yeah. Because he was like, I set out to find life and I found it and it sucked. <laughs> I am so much better than all other life. Jeez, <laughs> dude. <laughs> also, I will say, getting this movie on the heels of Loki, I was really confused because it was deviant, 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 and variant, variant, variant. And I, I am sorry. I am just one person. <laughs> Also, also, a deviant um, variant. A lot of the themes in this were also themes in Loki. Like, what do you do when the thing that you have faith in and your purpose for existing turns out to all be a lie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some people. What if the down? system is bad and you need to dismantle it? Some people double down, and some, and people, some people enchant rebel. a fucking monster. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh man! Like so. Okay, so this was the point where she gets Erishim. Like Erishim's just like, "This is the deal, and you're gonna do what I want." Right. That's that was that was the deal, right? Yeah. She comes back to them. Yeah. She comes back to them and tells them like when they're around the table because everybody's just like, "Oh, this kills the mood." She's expressed (laughs) frustration that she can't communicate with Erishim, and I think Kingo is the one who just says, "Well, just listen." And she goes out, and she goes out by the tree, by Athena's tree. And you have, right. and there's this really neat, like you know, the, the the wind going through the chimes and all of that, and then she, bamps into the Arishim moment, and then comes back and tells everybody. 
And this is when we get our Icarus could lead the Avengers moment. Was that... Well, that was was the funny bit before they were talking about how the world's about the to be destroyed. The funny was before, but it honestly, yeah. like, wasn't that funny? It I wasn't. feel like the entirely the entire purpose was just to be like, hey, guys, remember, this is in the MCU. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm like, we, and it's not we, funny. It's like, that. no, Icarus, they wouldn't follow you. Yeah, nobody knows you. And also, they <clears> would be like, why would we follow someone who did nothing when Thanos happened? Yeah. Right? It's like you they if they if if any of the Eternals were to show up at Avengers HQ it would be like well that's cool that you can do that but why would we let you in when you are clearly not helpful. <laughs> hey yeah. hey Icarus, you know who they would follow? Dane Whitman. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's his last name, right? Whitman? Yeah, Whitman. Yes. Okay. Whitman. So yeah, Cersei finds out that the world is going to be destroyed in the emergence, which is awful. Yeah, yeah, um, that's pretty bad. It's and, not great. Uh, and... It's it's kind of against like everything that they believed in. Yeah, right. Yeah, because and... they thought that they were just going to like be there, take care of the deviants, and then go home. Their home doesn't exist either. Yeah. So and, uh... and hey, guess what? They're robots. <laughs> robots. <laughs> But they're very fancy robots. robots. They are very, very fancy robots. <laughs> and they keep robots. having their memories like taken from them. Yeah, you've been cycled through several times, many times. Ugh. Would you say many, they've been downloaded many. several times? Yeah. <laughs> you I wouldn't download an Eternal, would you? <laughs> I did get a lot of Cylon vibes, to be honest. Yeah. Cylon. Yeah. All of this has happened before, and all of yeah. this and will happen this again. Will happen yeah. again. Uh, yeah, numbers like one through ten or something. Yeah. Like, uh, which one's seven? <laughs> uh, Gilgamesh. <laughs> um. So then they're like, "Okay, we need to go get Druid." Right, yeah. because the question is, "Hey, can we put the Celestial to sleep?" Tiamat. Do they they know its name? Tiamat. Uh so they go and they find him leading his cult somewhere in the Amazon. <sighs> he yeah. tells them to go away, and then yeah. guess what? It's a trap. <laughs> but it's not like an intentional trap. It's just an, it's not a trap. It's an ambush. They're being there followed. They're yeah, just being followed. Yeah, um, being hunted by crow. They're being hunted by Urukai. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, uh, big fight. Yeah, um, some cool Druid stuff. gets his people to use machine guns all at once. Shotguns, really messed really up. Shotguns, shotguns whatever. Yeah, they, yeah. They've all got very simple weapons, but it's yeah. really cool when they're firing like in unison and you know chambering their rounds together. And sure, and they don't care that they die. <laughs> sure, cool. You know, some may say cool, some may say disturbing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Perfectly disposable soldiers. Yeah. There's there's a lot of like pretty cool, you know, this is overall a pretty cool action sequence. You know, mm-hmm. you've got yeah. they've all got stuff they're doing, you know, Kingo's firing off those laser balls with his fingers pew, and pew pew and, pew, and, pew and then he has a pew 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 from underneath bigger, and it just uh, it was great. He does a, he does a big he had, pew. He does he a had big to pew. charge it. He has to charge it. So he had to get Sprite to like distract confuse it. it. Yeah. Yeah. And then um you Duplicity have Cersei worked. Cersei ended up in 
pots and a pool of water and turned one into a tree. Pretty cool. That was Which is really cool. pretty fucking awesome, and the first oh. time she had ever done that. She rolled a natural 10 at 20 on that one. In this yes, cycle. She, she absolutely rolled a natural 20 on that one. Um, 100%. Um, and yeah, so that's like the first time she's turned something <sighs> sentient into... Anything well, else. a tree is not sentient, but it is living. Right. Yeah. Something she she turned life into other life. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is foreshadowing for what she's she going to do later. She cast true polymorph. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then at this point is in Druig like I don't think I can put a celestial nope. to sleep. Nobody knock out any HP on this on this tree. Yeah, Druig's basically like I I mean he's just controlling the people. Mm. That yeah, then he's like, it. I can't put a celestial to sleep, and uh, somewhere Mantis's antenna go. <laughs> um, and then what, well, like Mantis put the celestial what, to sleep like... from inside the celestial. <laughs> That's true. Um, also, someone was joking that like maybe he's a celestial with a small C. <laughs> <laughs> small C, son. <laughs> oh. Um. So right. So crow pops up again Mm -hmm. um and initially kind of goes after well kind of goes after all of them yeah whoever's there points and then in the end goes goes after athena and gilgamesh Mm -hmm. and you see Mm -hmm. gilgamesh is trying to keep athena you know calm trying because if she fights then the mad weary will yeah she gets worked up yeah and she'll she won't be able to control herself and she might hurt them um and so gilgamesh is doing his thing but unfortunately, he gets vampired. Yeah, he gets tentacled and then, by the sword. Yeah, and then Crow becomes kind of sentient at that point. He becomes well, he more. Keeps, yeah, yeah. He's he's like absorbing more and more of what they are. He's is mm-hmm. which is is something that the deviants in the comics are able to do. They can sort of rearrange themselves and remake themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, it's mm-hmm. more conscious, like, you know, Crow, Crow is like, when Crow decides to attack New York City, he intentionally makes himself look like Satan. <laughs> oh, boy. I, <laughs> I was looking at Right it as, as we're like, hitting peak satanic panic in the U.S., right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> each, each time he absorbs the one of the Eternals and their abilities and their memories, he triggers an evolution of his form, and he's able to, mm-hmm. like, choose... Like what the next form is going to be, kind of <laughs> like Pokemon, like, like Pokemon, like Doctor Who, <laughs> like whatever. Um, yeah. there, you know, there is an evolution that happens with Crow, and and he goes from you know <laughs> one level to another. He goes Super Saiyan, and like <laughs> I actually want to hop back a bit. Yeah, Crow uses like... tentacle. It's super effective. <laughs> I want to go back to the the. Um, conquistadors for a minute okay. because druid makes a point uh at that point where he he's like looking at the conquistadors and he's like they're they're like just pawns they are mm-hmm. fighting for someone rich and powerful and they're like not going to reap the same sort of power benefits that this person that they're like they're just here because they were told to be here and fight mm-hmm. and conquer mm-hmm. and all this and that's exactly what's going on with them like yeah they are in that same position of being pawns and they're, you know, they think they're doing the right thing because this higher, more powerful person told them that this was the right thing. And <laughs> go conquer the new world know. for God. <laughs> Pretty yeah. much. I mean, it's yeah. just like, it, it, it makes a really interesting point. And I think if, you know, we had a little bit more sentience 
<laughs> from the deviants. That would have been a really interesting conflict like, of like we have both them. been yeah. It, yeah exactly. It's like we have both been sent here by someone who is using us as pawns. We are yeah. mirrors of each other. Yeah. 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 I think that's what the movie is trying to get across. It just misses a couple times. Um, yeah. Doesn't quite get there because it is yeah. still very anti-deviant at the end. <laughs> um, so It's there in the name. <laughs> so Crow casts Everard's black tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and And we lose Gilgamesh. We lose our good boy. Yep. He was a very good boy. Stabbed through the neck. Yeah, that was rough. Yeah, I guess I guess uh, they don't really have an opportunity in in this movie at all to show. Like, none of them get killed by a normal thing, right? Nobody get like gets hit by get, something that they get wounded, but none of them die because of it. No. Well, nobody, but nobody, because um, the Eternals are supposed to be eternal. They're supposed to right. be effectively yeah. invincible. Like even when the uh, when the deviants like you know isol you know capture one and are like we're gonna annihilate you the only mm-hmm. way they can do it is to break them down to like their component atoms and scatter them otherwise they come back together like faster than Wolverine. Interesting. That's yeah. terrifying. Yeah, they're they're the Eternals are supposed to be like super duper immortal like they uh they captured icarus once and to to keep him out of the fight they buried him in like a a steel sarcophagus under the ocean uh like hoping that he would stay there for thousands of years but they busted him out after a week (laughs) didn't in originally didn't all of the eternals have the same power set um not quite like they okay they could all fly um Mm -hmm. and they were all (laughs) stupid strong but they all kind of had like like Makari was super fast. Uh, like one of Fastos was able to invent stuff. Um, uh, blah, blah, blah. Zurus was like there. He was the one who made the Unimind. Icarus was the I think the only one that had the I beams. Cersei um, could do the the matter transformation thing, which is the coolest power. And I don't understand Absolutely. why it doesn't I get love more it. respect. It's it's the most amazing thing. And uh, the thi- I mean I have a theory about that. Yeah, which is that there is something. I don't want to say inherently feminine about her, but so much of her strength, it's a very soft strength. Yeah. It yeah. is not a brute force yeah. Yeah, we kind get to of it strength. The yeah. And the fact that that's how, yeah, the fact that that is how they save the day is really mm-hmm. kind of freaking amazing to me, you know? I mean, so much of, at least for this version of Cersei for the movie, so much of what her character is built on is built on love, right? Mm-hmm. So it's built on, you know, how her, how she connects with the you know the people in Mesopotamia and the people in Babylon and everybody moving forward yeah. is very much about she loves this planet and she loves every single person on the planet. School teacher, and yeah. even in the she comics, even in the comics where she's different, like she's very much a social creature, a social butterfly. She mm-hmm. loves throwing parties. She loves people. She likes hanging out. Like you know, she, she's whenever they meet new humans, she's like, "Hello, human. How are you? It's nice <laughs> to meet you. Hi, my name is Cersei, and we're Eternals." And the others are all like, "Stop talking to them. What is wrong with you?" <laughs> and even like the commentary about how she's addicted to her phone—that that's also a point of connection. Your phone mm-hmm. is your connection to the internet and the social life that you have there. It is a way to be connected with people on the other side of the world for you. Of course she's addicted to her phone. <laughs> like, I just thought that was really great. And mm-hmm. is, is a, like, it's a very silent counter to the, like, uh, people who are addicted to their phones. It's like, no, phones are great. 
Yeah. <laughs> Here, this is what you look like old. Isn't that funny? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was actually, that was such a cute moment. It was. Yeah. And also, uh, like another, oh, he doesn't laugh. He's definitely evil. No, he laughed. <laughs> He did. He did. He, yeah. he, he kind of. He chuckled. He's. She's the only one who gets him to laugh. Yeah. Like, everybody true. else, he kind of sneers at. But but when she like has a moment with him, he like he seems to legitimately smile and be into mm-hmm. it. Like he doesn't. He doesn't go. Ha, 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 ha. You know. He doesn't. He never rolls over like clutching his sides. But for her, he's, he's like, yeah, like, this is cool. It's like it's it. a moment of lightness. Yeah. 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 <sighs> yeah. So. Gilgamesh dies. They have a fu- they have a funeral pyre for him. Yeah. Um, Athena um, spreads his ashes into the river. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of feelings about that. Me too. <laughs> yes. A lot of lot of feeling. Very pretty. Um. And I th- and sad. Think at this point was this this is when they go to find Festos. Festos. Yes. Basically. Given up on humankind, right? Well, he so gave up. That's what they the, said. They're like, "Oh, you're you're never gonna get him. He he doesn't like people. He's given up." And they flash back to the previous flashbacks. He'd been very much like, "Let me help people. Let me use my abilities to give them technology to help them advance." And then, yeah, and then kaboom, the biggest yeah, and kaboom, then, and then Hiroshima. Yeah, and and then him and Ajak are standing on the at the site of the bomb when no one else is around it's like well okay all right maybe they they are totally impervious to radio oh yeah 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 they're they're impervious and i get that part but it's just like you guys flew over here to to have this moment all right (laughs) i think he needed to see it for himself yeah 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 but yeah so he he told himself that he was going to he was giving up on humanity and then and then he was and then he was proven wrong by love by love ah love Love. He met a wonderful man, and they have a wonderful kid. And, and, and my favorite thing about this is it's just there. There's yeah. no comment on it. There's no like, oh, you married a man, or like any like weird. Yeah, Icarus doesn't. About it. Icarus doesn't say anything weird. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it just is. It just is. It just is. And he is such a good dad. <laughs> I choose to fix my kid's bicycle. Are you sure you didn't use your hands to fix your house? I'm going to use my <laughs> eye beams. I bet this table is made out of adamantium. No, vibranium. He said vibranium. At some point, they're going to say adamantium. They've got to say it at some point, please. It's coming. It's coming. We might have to be a little bit, we have, might have to be a little patient, but mutants are coming. Yeah. We know they're coming. After the fu- the Fantastic Four and the creepy, creepy strategy of doom. No! <laughs> Sorry, I don't like creepy stretchy. Uh, creepy neither stre- do I. Creepy stretchy, Mr. Fantastic? You don't like Mr. Fantastic? Yeah, we cannot stand <laughs> I mean, I don't like the creepy stretchy part- element of Mr. Fantastic, but I also don't like Mr. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> so I found out that... Uh, canonically, what? Reed has autism and wants to cure himself of it. Oh. And I'm like, okay. no, well, fuck worse. you very much. I'm like, you could have just left it at Reed Richards is autistic, and that would have been fine. Like, it's shitty representation, but it it's fine. Oh, maybe they'll change that at some point. God, I fucking hope so. How old is, how old is that 
Because I, I mean, I can't imagine that was a part of him in the 60s. No, I feel like that's within the last 15, maybe 10 years. Hmm. But um, yeah, it, it it's a canon thing. Hmm. Interesting. I'm like, buddy, you, you can't. I mean, maybe he could figure out a way to rewire his brain, but it's. <laughs> well, it's it's literally in your neurons, it... buddy. Hmm. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, uh, Icarus breaks the table. Probably my... that was like the moment in the trailer that I was like, okay, yeah. this there's something about this movie's going to be entertaining to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... It's like it was IKEA. Fall collection. Yeah. That def that moment definitely got the most laughs in the theater. I put that yeah. together with a wrench. <laughs> with one of those stupid little wrenches they give you. But his husband is super supportive and yeah. is like, yo, if this is if if this is a chance for our child to grow up and not die with the world ending horribly, uh please do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't quit. <laughs> Just He's like do it for our son. Don't yeah. give up. Keep trying. Save and then the they world, go, man. And then they go and find their spaceship. In a rack. Makari has been magpieing. Yeah, like, so there are some archaeologists there, like, sort of working around the site, and, uh, you know, Sprite and Druig send them off on their way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or Druig sends them off, Sprite makes everybody uninvisible. And then yeah. they, they enter the, the big ship, uh, only to find that, uh, somebody's like the valet recording there. everything as they go. <laughs> yes, yes. He's even though his, he's had three cameras his, broken on his third or fourth. He's on his fourth camera. He's by on now, his right? fourth. Yeah, camera, he's on yeah. His, his, he brings backups. <laughs> like like any good camera person would. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so one of the things that I enjoyed about Festos um, and his and and the way that his ability is is shown, it was that it was very reminiscent of some of Tony Stark's tinkering. Yes. The way that he used his hands yeah. and kind of like was able to like get rid of things and yeah. And but really Tony Stark that. wishes. Tony yeah. Stark wishes he was Festos. Yeah. Tony Stark had to make the things to do the thing that, you know, the Eternals mm-hmm. were given by their space god. Yeah. Yep. Also, I love Makari's reaction to finding out that her entire life is a lie. She's I've like, been oh, down god. here for 2,000 years. <laughs> She's like, and now you're telling me this? Thank god I was so bored. <laughs> And I kind of like that the board speedster <laughs> is a good, good trope. It um, feels very. Tommy. Everything is so slow. <laughs> exactly, she can do so much that it must be really hard to keep her brain engaged. Yeah. Um. And somewhere around this is when the Unimind thing comes up. Right. So his. And it... <laughs> So he, so Festos puts forth the idea of the Unimind, and yeah. everybody kind of laughs Amplify it down. Amplify their powers, yeah. Or, or what was it? The brainstorm! There you go, yeah. better name. <laughs> and and this is kind of also when we keep seeing, you know, everybody instead of, so Ajax clearly named Cersei as her successor, and everyone keeps going to boss, 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 Icarus. What do you want to do, Icarus? What do you want to do? And he keeps... Not wanting to commit to anything. Yeah, because he's just wasting time. Yeah. He's just he's just and wasting time. Yeah. He's just trying to run out the clock. Yeah. That's yeah. his entire Which is motivation. Pretty smart. I mean, if that's his goal, that's not a bad not a bad yeah. plan. 
Because it's also like he doesn't have to directly harm anyone in order to do it. He yeah. just right. has to stall. He doesn't want to stand yeah. against any of them and, and make a fight out of it because then it's like he doesn't want to hurt them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if he can just hold out long enough, everybody's minds will be erased and it won't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See you um, next time. Yeah. So. And then we find out that, channel. you know, Shock, shock, surprise, surprise, he's the one who killed Ajax. Yeah. Uh, dun, dun, dun. Because Ajax, this was the only re- redeeming thing about this was the whole, like, that flashback to the two of them at the farmhouse and Ajax yeah. being like, the snap happened across the universe and it was here on Earth. It was the humans yeah. who figured out how to stop yeah. Thanos. And I like that little moment of like, yeah, Earth appreciation. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, we're not a bad little hometown planet. shout out for the viewers. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, Ajax has spent her however hun- many hundreds of years since they split up, traveling and living amongst the people and yeah. falling in love with them the same way that she's seen Cersei fall in love with them. But she she's the one who knew all along what the plan was and what yes. was going to yeah. happen and what they were yes. there for, and she told Icarus back at uh, uh, Babylon, when they split I think. up. Or no, in Babylon. 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 He's known since Babylon. He, he had oh. known since Babylon, okay. I think. All right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the only one to know. Yeah. So, you know, she was very much like, I don't, we're going to stop it. We're not going to let it happen. And, he's and like, Icarus mm. was like, hmm, there's something I want to show you. It is just ahead of me. Please go first <laughs> so that I may shove you off a cliff to your death. <laughs> so the, 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 you know, the deviant does kill her. Mm-hmm. Well, because he knows that that's the only way to make it look right. Yeah. Like if he yeah. if he does it, then it's not gonna. Who even knows if they can kill each other? I don't know. I mean, well, I, I assume they could. Otherwise, he... they would be afraid of Thena. He he thought that he had killed Dreek. Yeah, he thought he, he thought that's he true. Had. And 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 I don't I don't think they can kill each other the same way Druk can't control the others. Right. I mean, yeah. like, if he could, then that fight with Icarus would be stupid short. It'd just be like, <laughs> stop. It's like geek by night, their powers don't work on each other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, um, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, are, you, are you bleeding? No, I just broke a thing of red paint in my hand. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. It's okay. No, it's like, it's he's acrylic. He's bleeding to death, and he's still recording. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I'll just, I'll just wipe this off on a... Piece of paper. There we he go. He was tentacle dinosaur. It's very <laughs> thick paint, it so it's not oozing out. It's yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> My desk is also currently covered in bits of acrylic paint. I was trying to think of Damn because it. I know it's been done before of another movie that used that same. You know, the betrayer takes the per- the victim to an area and says, "Go first. I've... There's something up ahead." Yeah, I feel like we've seen that a lot. Yeah. Especially and recently. It's really, like, it's a good... It works. I like it. Like, it works. Yeah. It's more subtle to... than just straight up, I'm gonna, like, punch you in yeah. the face and betray you. What was I... Ugh. Hey, listener, if you oh, know what it is, oh, go to the Discord. A... Talk about it there. Midnight Mass? I think it was Midnight Mass. I mean, it could have been. I I haven't finished Midnight Mass yet, so oh, there's others that I'm sure that I'm thinking of. But well, yeah, there's 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 other instances where it happens, but but yeah, any if you can if you can think up any others where this this kind of same scenario happens, good reason uh, to go to the Discord. Pop it in the Discord. 
Yeah. Um. All right. So they gear up for their plan, and mm-hmm. Sprite betrays them all because she's been secretly in love with Icarus, and just like and and Kingo is just like you know what this was yeah and I, I kind of like I don't want to fight you guys, but I kind of agree. Okay. So all right. So. Um, Icarus's like justification and ra- his rationale is okay. Um, we have to do the we have to do the emergence, and the celestial has to be born so that untold billions may so yet be born. So that they can create may, other planets. So that they, so yeah. that future life can exist. We have to kill these billion people yeah. for the possibility of future life, which philosophically feels like a uh it's like a mistake like it's just like no you can't you cannot kill an existing person for the possibility of a future person right especially like a person a person can absolutely and it makes perfect sense sacrifice themselves in the hopes of a future person right you can't can't ask other people to be to to give up their life you can't execute is this secretly a pro-choice thing yes yes it is (laughs) Listen, listen. Super listen. duper is Icarus, listen. the uh, the uh, the avatar of male chauvinism. <laughs> <laughs> the paladin, the guy, the the, yeah. the the true believer in his giant space god. <laughs> Icarus, the one who would stand outside an abortion clinic oh, yelling no! at women in distress. Oh, Icarus, no! the member of the Westboro Baptist Church. Oh no! no, no he's not that bad. He's not that bad. <laughs> Not that He's bad. Not, He's uh, not that bad. Okay. Icarus, the guy who would totally sue someone in Texas for driving someone to get an abortion. Oh God, no. Did you guys see the did you guys see the Daily Show like clip with one of the guys that like made that bill and, and he's no. like a 36-year-old virgin, and he's trying to explain this in terms of like nobody complains about Batman fighting crime. I'm like, what the f Alright, alright. What's alright. No alright. Are we ignoring the fact that Batman isn't fucking real? Batman is real in Seattle. There is a Batman in Seattle. Uh, all right. I think. No, uh, I don't that's... think he actually engages in vigilante work. Does he? Uh, no, in Portland, there's um, or is Phoenix, it Portland? Phoenix Jones or something. I think it's Portland, Phoenix. Jo- but that was years ago. I don't think he's still active. But there have been super whatever. Yeah. This is. Let's get back to the anyway. Movie. So <laughs> Icarus um, announces. Or Here Icarus comes a one-star shows up, review. He puts on he puts on his costume. You know, he steps up against the wall. He gets all costumed out. He yeah. goes in and he obliterates the Unimind prototype that's happening yeah. and leaves because he can't let it happen because he believes in Arishim and he believes in what they're doing and he believes that the Celestial needs to Space be Space God is right. Yeah. Uh, and then Kingo, oh no, Sprite leaves first. Sprite, Sprite goes with him. Because we know why, even yeah. if it's kind of yeah. stupid. Even if that rationale is kind of stupid, as opposed mm. to the, I'm tired of being a teenager my whole life. Yeah. Um, and then Kingo follows. And Kingo has always been kind he of skeptical. Well, Kingo He doesn't leaves. follow, he leaves. He leaves. He doesn't, he, yeah, he yeah. waits, they're he's gone, like, and then he leaves. He's like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna help you guys, but I'm not gonna help him either. Right. So, I'm out. Bye. Yeah. I'm Switzerland. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And his poor valet, his 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 buddy, who's just I, like, well, thanks for trying, guys. He's As a so human, earnest. Bye. He's so earnest. He's just, oh, I, know. I it was nice existing. 
you. <laughs> like, I'll miss you. I should call the Avengers. <laughs> As a human, you should just be like, these space gods I've been talking to are arguing amongst themselves over whether or not we should be allowed to continue to exist. Perhaps I should consult the powerful humans. I think Thor might have a few things to say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Kingo mentions Kingo mentioned having been, having known Thor in his frat yeah. days. <laughs> okay, I would pay money to see that. Me too. <sighs> Maybe we'll get the Eternals um. in the next season of What If. <laughs> I mean, it's possible now. What if the Eternals yeah. gave a shit? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of action that happens now. Well, Makari, but... so the emergence starts and Makari goes off to find, find the point of happening. emergence. It's and... like, oh, it's this volcano right here. In the middle yeah. of the, she... the ocean, yay. And she re- returns just as Icarus is starting to go. Rah! Yeah. Um. And so they send her off again and it's like, run, so that he can't, I don't know why. Splat her. Yeah, sure. Um. And then the parties, and then they split the party. <laughs> because that's great. Ten out of ten would recommend split the party. Um, and then you know everybody gears up and they go to where they have to go. They fly the giant triangle to the volcano. <laughs> um, and they land on the beach, and Icarus shows up, and. They start the okay, Unimind. So- they try to start... Right. So Festos is like, give me the sphere out of your boobs. <laughs> <laughs> so that this I can is how create- we talk to God. <laughs> <laughs> so that I can create friendship bracelets for all of us. <laughs> when we put this on Twitter, we have to put in the summary, give us the thing from your boobs so we can make friendship bracelets for all of us. <laughs> and also <laughs> Selma Hayek's chest let's talk to God <laughs> one star okay. reviews all day <laughs> put that this on the t-shirt happens- this is what happens when we can only watch a movie once before we have to record. I think we're doing great. For no we notes, doing great. no notes, we're doing, we're doing awesome. Phenomenal. Go phenomenal. us. I'm actually crying here. <laughs> <laughs> right, so they have friendship bracelets. Yeah, yeah. And it's working. And it is. They're, they've started the Unimind, and the initial thing is get Drig to put the thing to, to put sleep. To put it to sleep. And the volcano goes, and then Icarus and Sprite show up, and, and Icarus the- just beats the shit out. Of them. Oh my god! Yep, he just like he literally pounds Druig into the dirt. Yeah, he pick, into picks like him, yeah, he picks him up layers and like, deep. Druig can't fly, and he just <laughs> throws him down into the island. But I'm like. I uh, uh, he disappeared. He disappeared. No body. Yeah. Not dead. Yep. Yeah. Not dead. Not dead. I loved the 
the team up that they had for this, like for the fight against Icarus, because you've got like Makari doing the speed stuff, and yep. you've got Festos mm-hmm. using his tech, and Thena using her everything else. Yep, because well, she's fucking awesome. Yeah, Thena did she? She first has to deal with Crow, right? No, he so- shows up in the middle. Oh, he shows up in the middle. Okay, yep. so Thena does yep. get to fight. All three of them are fighting him for a bit, and then the yep. tentacle dinosaurs show up. Because they're trying the to draw his attention away so that Cersei can get to the volcano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing and then cool Crow stuff. shows up. <laughs> yeah. Because we needed it to be more complicated. Yeah, I, you know, this, it, and what happens with him uh, kind of makes me feel like, did, just why bother with the deviants at all? Like, yeah. I, yeah. It was, it, point, it was, it completely was. Completely pointless. An, an, an antagonist to ha- to use to bring them together and to, you know, drive a couple of things, but, and, and sure. Ultimately, like, they don't I like that anything. Thena, I like that Thena got, got the kill and, and seemed to, like, kind of find herself again a little bit. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But ultimately. Got some focus. They were pointless. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, he's, he's, he's got her wrapped up in the tentacles and, like, pulling her close and doing the talk. Like, what was he even saying? Something about, he was, like, the Eternals? He was or, using like, the, the Gilgamesh the, stuff, like, the, the oh, stay. Oh, just stay. what he said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Just, like, he had absorbed. Yeah, he was Gilgamesh. just fucking with her. He wasn't trying to make some greater point about the Celestials and no, how he was No, like, he was very much like, I am going to, to mesmerize you into being, yeah. you know, pliable so that I can tentacle tentacles. dinosaur you. Yeah. Again, yeah. wasted potential. Yeah. Yeah. And then she like, does the awesome thing with like, you know, both the blades and and he falls into pieces. That's pretty cool. Fuck, but, yeah. Uh, that was awesome. still a waste ultimately. It was awesome. Um and then Fest- Festos pulls out the bondage on oh Icarus. <laughs> we didn't yeah, we didn't get yeah. tentacle porn and well we got a little bit of tentacle we did. porn in this, but we, we did. also got the BDSM. I, I imagine the internet might have some fun with that. But also, yeah, uh, Fastos being like, I always wanted to clip your wings and like pinning him down to the ground and like, yeah, yeah. yeah that was. was a pretty satisfying moment. <laughs> it was. That was, yeah. Also, I just want to point out, I read in an article that um, the actor who plays Fastos was like, okay, cool. So I got this role as a superhero. How much weight do I have to lose? And they're like, no, we want you exactly as you are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that's so sweet. That's awesome. Because, like, he knew, like, uh, Kumail Nanjani was, has oh. been, like, talking nonstop about his well, he routine and how fun. <laughs> well, that's but true. Kumail's also, ta- also been very open about how detrimental that's been to yes. his mental health. Yes. Because he's become, he's found himself to be extremely obsessed. He's become obsessed with his, um, with his body and his physique. And that's mm-hmm. been really unhealthy for him. Yeah, gotta yeah, get off the And I'm the glad steroids. he's talking about it. I am so glad he's talking about that because that's really important. So I think that just kind of goes to show you, like, I mean, a how harmful this i this like bodily control is that Hollywood inflicts on its actors, and yeah. b that it's totally possible to not do that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyways, yeah. So we have the bondage. Cersei so- gets closer to the volcano, and then Sprite Selma does Hayek the- shows up. Yeah, Selma Hayek shows up, but you're and then dead. Cersei gets Cersei gets stabbed in the back, and then uh, some Wrong mirror Cersei. images get cast. Uh, cast mirror image on the volcano. Yeah. <laughs> elusive terrain. Yeah, that's, Sprite that's really Sprite is a does. tiny Loki, isn't yeah, she? She's, Sprite yeah, casts tiny. elusive terrain. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, these are all D and D spells. <laughs> and then Druig uses a rock. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I mean, I did, valid. I did like that. <laughs> all the all the illusions are gone. Rock solves everything. <laughs> <laughs> Rock falls, Icarus dies. <laughs> um and then okay, so as this celestial is emerging, like my sense of size is really fucked up watching all of this oh, yeah. because like how far away is the head? Because the head looks significantly smaller than the hand, and it's definitely I had a hard not. Time, as... I had a hard time conceptualizing what was rising out of the ocean and the and the and the earth until I could really see the fingers. Yeah, yeah, like because you could see obviously the head, but then but like I was like fingertips, as mountains. Or something? And yeah. then also, I think once any part of it has breached the surface of the Earth, you're done. You're like, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, because that would basically throw off, like, the, like... Everything. Everything. A, like, it's not a orbit. Do you know more. how much magma would escape with that? Like, <sighs> you just have the mantle kind of gushing out everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a really uh that's that's definitely one of those shitty situations. That's definitely uh <laughs> that's definitely a Jupiter spitting out Saturn situation. Blurp. Blurp. It's it's one of those sort of celestial literally celestial kind of disasters where it's just like what do you do about this? Nothing. <laughs> Except turn it back turn, turn, turn it back into a rock and just have it be part of the earth. Because with the emergence of the celestial, the unimind just activates. Just it activates just because that's how the Eternals are able to survive the emergence is that <laughs> they connect to the celestial and it protects them or some shit. <laughs> so yeah, that, that was fucking so weird. That their experiences can be put inside like a quartz like geode on a wall. <laughs> like, <laughs> look, their their memories get turned into succulents. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> It's a, that wall was a succulent garden. <laughs> Boom. Oh man. Or it'll be uh, like um like I, I haven't I haven't finished the game, but I've seen a few like um listicle videos with it featured. Like if you beat Bloodborne, don't you get like turned into a slug or something? I don't know. I think what? yeah. That's a terrible I think, ending. I think there's one ending of, of Bloodborne where you get turned slug? into a slug. Yeah. That's that's like the ending from a choose your own adventure book where you lose yeah. on page three. <laughs> and then you're turned into a slug. Bye bye. The end. So anyways, Icarus goes to stop her from turning the celestial into marble or whatever rock. And he, he heats up his laser eyes. And, and then he, he can't do it. But he can't, yeah, he can't do it. Like she gets he's to having, keep doing listen, her thing. He's having like... a bad day. <laughs> but then he can't live with himself and then yeets himself into the sun. Jesus. So we had to, at some point we had to have Icarus fly too close to us. We didn't have to. You look. <laughs> no, we didn't have to, but we knew Why it was does Rob Stark always have to die? <laughs> Not fair. Reasons. He died so his brother could live. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Yeah. Let the better one live. Yep. <laughs> God. But yeah, it is um, it is interesting that like as powerful as he is as much as he is uh Superman, um when it comes down to it and he's like, you know, got his mission and he knows what he wants to do and he's like this is the right thing, she like she could not stop him like if he No, if he absolutely did not. It. No. No. But He's like, well, he can't hurt you, so he and loves she, her. Yeah. So just he turn the turn the whole thing her. into stone. Fine. 
He's like, I give up. This is the end of my world. Yep. Yeah. You know, this world might be ended, but my world's over. Bye. Um, and then uh, Cersei has like a little bit of power left enough to make uh, Sprite mortal, basically. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's that she has a little power left. I think she has. Did they imply that she's running out of power? Yeah, yeah. She she says well, I have from power the Unimind. left. She says I have from power like the left. connection. Yeah. Oh, from the Unimind. Yeah. Okay, yeah. like yeah. yeah, like she has enough left from the Unimind to make Sprite. Yeah, she still human. has her like regular powers, but right. N- oh right yeah, now she yeah, can... yeah. She's got temporary hit points. <laughs> she's rolling with advantage right now the buff is still on she still yeah. still has the uh add a d12 <laughs> <laughs> to all polymorphs <laughs> yeah i yeah so like sprites end like i i i kind of like this like it's better than um the end that sprite gets in um another like there was mm-hmm. a, a, a like a sort of short run that neil gaiman did for eternals mm-hmm. like in 2006 7 um, with John Romita Jr., um, which is it's, it's good, it's fun. There's a lot of cool stuff in there, but like Sprite, Sprite is similarly um, uh, has sort of similar motivations and similar sort of bitterness and chip on her, on her shoulder, his shoulder, their shoulder. Um, but uh, it's a it is a bad end. Uh, <laughs> for, so this felt better. I was just like, okay, yeah, cool. I mean, Let, this is let's Sprite, this is let Sprite live this, a full life. This was an ending. That was that came out of love and not out of anything else because yeah, you know as we said, Cersei loves people. So and then we're gonna set you up for the sequel that we might not get. Yeah, well, yeah, well, well so yeah. right, so there's more conversations <laughs> about giraffes. <laughs> yep, cute. Uh, then- Dane is about to say that he's learned something weird about his family. Yeah, when- <laughs> I gotta tell Arshim you, oh, yeah. just Before- like. Snapped. Yeah, before she left, she was like, "Why don't you reconnect with your uncle or something?" <laughs> and then when yeah. they're at the at the commune, they talk, and it's like, "Oh, yeah." That's as when it he, turns she... out, yeah, he's in this movie for like three minutes. Yeah, but it's worth it. Yeah, he has a good three minutes. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, Arisham shows up and like parts the sky and just reaches <laughs> in. Reaches Yoinks in them all out like a claw machine in Toy Story, and it's like Gimme. the claw. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, he's like, you better hope this was worth it, you fuckers. Yeah, what is it, uh, Arishem the Judge? You know, yeah. like we'll we'll start with yeah. you, and we'll be back, and and that is like what happens in the and comic book, right? sort of. Yeah, yeah, where the Celestials come back to Earth in 1970, blah 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 blah. And Arishem is like standing in the Himal- like in the Andes Mountains, and he's like, "I'm here to judge. Uh, in 50 years' time, I will decide whether or not this country, you know, this 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 uh, world is allowed to continue to exist." And, and so then there's they just turn a him celestial- into an Avengers base. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that part. <laughs> I think in the current run of Avengers, like oh, their their base is in a de- like a hollowed out celestial. <laughs> Like in a mountain. Oh my god! It's All called right, Avengers cool. Mountain. <laughs> anyway, no. okay. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. So he reaches um, in and he plucks out all of the the ones that remained on Earth. So yeah. Kingo, except um, for Sprite, right? Sprite doesn't Cersei, get pulled up to the, Sprite's, to the sky because right, Sprite is that um, would kill Sprite. Sprite is human now. And <laughs> that would not be nice. Did Druid no. stay? No, Festo stayed. So those three. So yeah. Cersei. Um, Kingo and Festos get plucked off the planet. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. Regardless, it's a really Drew abrupt McCarty ending that's leaving the, everybody uh, traumatized. And then that um, Rob Star or Jon Snow is is appropriately horrified and determined. Yeah. And then our yeah. first credit stinger was you know the spaceship the trio on the spaceship. It's weird. Thanos is half brother. So yeah, it gave me Guardians uh, vibes. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 They're yeah. In a, they're in a ship and they're introduced to another like space right. god thingy and it's. What? And it's Harry was Styles. That Patton Oswalt, was that Patton Oswalt doing the voice of the CGI dude? Probably. I think so. And it was not a well done. It was not a well realized CGI no. dwarf. Like he was out of place. <laughs> I was like, yeah, Whoa. he was. Too- and like, I had just seen the CGI in the trailers for Clifford the Big Red Dog, and I thought, like, <laughs> wait, that from yeah. the trailer is Clifford the Big Red Dog PG thirteen? I think so. I don't remember. Oh my god! Look, like, they made a joke about putting a thermometer up his butt. I, what? Why would you make the big red dot PG thirteen? I don't know. I need to but make sure like I'm right worst. about this. <laughs> this is they just took a puppy, did like the hue filter on it, and stuck it on a green screen, and it looks terrible. Yeah. Also, Clifford the big red dog is supposed to be a dog, not a puppy. <laughs> like a doggy. <laughs> Doge. Doge. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we have Star Fox, right? Is his codename yeah. Eros, oh, the brother the brother of of Thanos. I guess. Hey, where's Prince your purple of skin? Yeah. yeah. That was just weird. Like, why are you not like ten feet tall and have Isn't... a weird double super chin butt? Where's your where's your butt chin? That must be the half part. <laughs> I guess. Or or he is also a D and D character and he's got like, you know, illusion on. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Disguise. But self. Uh, it's the second end credits is what I actually care yes. about. fucking loot. Thank you. Oh my goodness. I yeah. That's pretty good. Because it was like you don't include this character. You don't put Dane in there if you're not. You don't going... put Dane in there, and you don't cast Dane as like frickin' frickin' Robstar. Also, yeah. you don't make an Ebony Blade joke John earlier. In the movie. Yeah, yeah. Is that the Ebony Blade? No, John this Snow. is Excalibur. Like yeah, John Snow. Oh man, Excalibur joke. The Black Knight. No, to the well, Black no, Knight. it was <sighs> it was both Ebony Blade and Excalibur. Well, they because no. they reference both. Oh yes, yeah, 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 yeah they do. But yeah. but like in, in in their in their triangle ship, Makari right. has Excalibur. Right. Not yes. the Ebony Blade. Right. Because Dane right, has the Ebony Blade. Because Dane has the Ebony Blade and <laughs> And it's fucking creepy like, and I'm here for it. Yeah. That is super fucking creepy. And then off screen you hear, Are you ready for that, Mr. Whitman? Yeah. And it was very much in a like it was almost like Nick Fury esque. Almost like it, their voices are very similar, but it is in fact it is Mahershala, right. Mahershala Ali, Ali, but like as, the tone of it, like the way that yeah. it was delivered. Yeah, same kind of thing, like yeah. Dark Aven- Dark Avengers kind of thing. Yep. Like uh, yep. we got to fight some magic, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So like we're sort of entering. <laughs> Here's the thing that bothers me is that Blade is a British character, and he's never been portrayed. I had in films no idea. British. I did not know that. <laughs> yes. Blade is part of like like he's he he's fucking British and I was just like <laughs> I'm looking at something like we got Blade we got Black Black Knight I'm like are are, are we getting Captain Britain sometime soon I, like that where, would be what's... so cool I don't, 
Yeah, Betsy Braddock. I mean, oh man, they got yeah. Betsy Braddock. I think they're gonna. I think they want to like dip their toes into that because that's like there is more some interesting obscure. UK stuff. There is like, uh, and eventually they kind of like chill with the Avengers. Like I remember when I was reading. Uh, I was trying to get the context for Avengers Disassembled, so I was reading the ones right before it, and they were definitely running around with yeah. UK people. They yeah. had Lionheart um, was her name, and her story is fucking tragic. Yeah, there was um, some crossover during the Age of Ultron event um, for the Captain Marvel run at the time. She was over there during the Age of, Age of Ultron stuff, yeah. and so there yeah. was like Captain Britain crossover. And I think they for pop mighty up from Avengers time to time. Yeah. I mean, and like... even back in the old seventies stuff that I'm reading to the kids, like uh, the Black Knight is he's over there in England. He's yeah. an American in England <laughs> at his ancestral home. He's come back to the to the motherland. Uh, but like the Avengers, like come and visit him at the castle, and like you know they they do stuff in England. And like the the way that they've just completely expanded the for the format for the MCU with you know Disney Plus, like. Why not throw all of this, yeah. you know, magical mumbo jumbo in there? I mean, I mean, they literally have characters who are from Arthurian legend, yeah. in Marvel. Yeah, so they have more why the fuck yeah. not? They could definitely do. I mean, you know, the same way that uh, Marvel and Netflix had that deal, and you know, shot in New York, Disney Marvel could do a deal in London, shoot yeah. in England easily. Like they could do a series yeah. there. I mean, like some of my favorite parts were the stuff they did in London in this in this movie. Like there, there wasn't, mm-hmm. yeah, there wasn't very much of it, but it was like I like that. That was cool. <laughs> yep. So yeah, I think it is safe to say we like Eternals. I yeah, really yeah. enjoyed it. I like for me, absolutely would see it again. <laughs> like. I'm not going to see it in theaters, but I'm yeah. no, like, maybe not. I'm not going to be mad I, about it when I rewatch it on yeah, my when it comes right, on, you know, when it comes rewatch. on Disney Plus. I'm definitely going to watch it with Beth. So it is not in my bottom two. No, not at Interesting. all. Interesting. Yeah, not at all. I don't know where it falls because to me it just still feels so out of place. Yeah, um, I, I remember having that same feeling after Doctor Strange and w- where it was like, well, this was I enjoyed it. It felt very generic. But I enjoy it. You know, it. if we get some crossover with the Guardians, like, oh, yeah. I, I could vibe with that, you yeah. know? Yeah, when the the bit at the end where it's like, the Eternals will return, it's like, well, I I, I hope so. Like, you know, Mar- the MCU and Marvel are certainly confident enough they're not going to let one rotten, you know, score, you know, ruin anything. It's like, they got larger no. plans, they have larger plans, they'll do it. Yeah. And the audience ratings are overwhelmingly positive yeah like much it has like an than... 86 or something yeah. in the audience score yeah yeah um, so there's still there's a lot there to enjoy you know there's pace there's pacing issues aside it's structural issue you know yeah. aside it, it's, it's an a enjoyable good story movie. yeah it's yeah. a good story and just i can imagine a situation where like eternals 2 doesn't happen for a long time but you have like Cersei and Druig or, you know, you know, Cersei and Druig show up on something on Earth. Um and you, you uh basically and then, pull a Hulk on them. Like Yeah. They can yeah. they can they can sort of Yeah, move they don't get their own Yeah. And then conceivably later when they sort of like hammer some things out, you could have an Eternals too where it's like, Oh, Arishim has been judging you the whole time. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, let's check in on those to... memories, guys. How are things There's, going? Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely ways to keep it 
keep it happening and and still keep the characters relevant and that's the that's going to be fun going forward yeah because like the characters are the best part yeah like i love them yeah even the characters i don't really like i like yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah druig was like when when kingo goes druig sucks i was totally there for that but he said it (laughs) but he said it like right as druig meets back up with makari like it it was kind of like right when that happened and then when they're like sort of interacting, I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, I kind of like him. I kind of hated him before that. Like every everything mm-hmm. up to that point, I was just like, ugh." <laughs> but- yeah. Well, because he was removed from a lot of the things that mattered. Yeah. You know, he chose this ideological stance in a way, mm-hmm. and it separated him from the others. Kind of the way like Icarus's ideological stance tore him away from the others. Yep. You know. Yep. All right. So I think that wraps us up. We're going to be back either for... I don't remember what's going to happen first. If Hawkeye is going to end first or... Spider-Man. Or if Spider-Man comes out first. When does Spider-Man hit theaters? Christmas time? Hawkeye should be done by then. It starts November 24th, so I'm not sure. But it's the first two episodes. They're dropping the first two episodes. Oh, that's true. And then they're probably going to end... That's probably going to end and Spider-Man will start like right around the same time. Yeah. We're going to have to be a little busy. Yeah. We'll be back for the holidays. <laughs> Until then. I'm not a giraffe yet. Yeah. Uh, until then, don't become giraffes. <laughs> Everybody have fun talking to God. Through Selma Hayek's boobs. <laughs> <laughs> don't split the party. <laughs> okay. <sighs> and, uh, uh, note to self, edit that. Until next time, <laughs> listeners, don't split up the party. Excelsior. <laughs>